Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I want to talk about a financial business lens. Ooh, that sounds deep already. Financial business lens. Sounds complicated, but it doesn't. You know, I was listening to Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. Again, this lengthy interview, and I also wanted to highlight this nugget he gave out. I thought it was just, I listened to this. You know how you hear something and you go, that is simply brilliant. Brilliant because it's simple, simple and brilliant. And he starts out like this. Eight out of 10 businesses we know fail in the US within the first 36 months. Eight out of 10 businesses fail within the first 36 months. And he said something like this, the only thing companies have to figure out to be successful and the thing that will sell me, he says, if a a company understand that as long as their customer acquisition cost is less than the lifetime value of a customer, they'll always win. They'll always be successful. And I was like, what, what did he say? Let me say that again. If the customer acquisition cost is lower than the lifetime value of a customer, then you'll always be successful. So, you know, you just take that little equation. Cost, customer acquisition cost is less than or should be less than the lifetime value of a customer. And I said, I love that. It's simple, but it makes sense. But it's worth diving into and cracking open like an egg just to find out what's inside. The question is, Let's talk about customer acquisition costs. When I ask people, what is your customer acquisition cost? Most people, the majority of people, 90% plus plus of the people can't answer this question. What does it cost you to acquire a new customer? Most people don't even know how to measure it, let alone calculate it. But if you can calculate how much it costs you to acquire a customer and that value is less than the customer lifetime value, you're in a winning situation. Now let's look at the customer lifetime value. What does that mean? A customer can buy something from you one time, right? And that's easy to calculate if it's what they call a one-off. A one-off is mean they'll buy one thing and they'll never buy anything again. That's a one-off. Now. In many cases, the customer will buy one thing and then come back and buy more other things that you have to offer. So then you have to calculate what is that customer worth over a given time period and how much value are they to me? So for example, let's say that our time period, I'm gonna just suggest three years, right? Three years. A customer will buy from you over the next three years. And maybe the first purchase is a big purchase, like $10,000. And then maybe later on, they'll buy $2,000. Maybe later on, they'll buy $500. Maybe back up to $600, whatever it may be. But within that three years, based on your data, your analysis, you realize that the customer, the lifetime value, rather, of that customer is something like $20,000 over a three-year period, right? That's how much they'll buy on average over a three-year period. Some will buy more, some will buy less, but on average, it's $20,000. That is your lifetime value per customer. Now, you have to ask yourself the other question, getting back to the original one. What is your cost of acquiring a new customer? Now, this equation is brilliant. It's simple again. 
It's brilliant because you can apply this to your business almost directly. Ask yourself, how much money do you invest in social media, for example? Let's just use that as an example, because that's one acquisition strategy. You can do radio and TV. That's another acquisition strategy. You can do trade shows. You can do cold calling, hire people, SDRs, BDRs, right? Maybe invest in your website more, do some video marketing, write some articles, do a blog. All this requires time, effort, and money, and that cost is your acquisition cost. Now, you probably can use a combination, like you can use a new website with social media and do some video marketing. These are collateral pieces you create in order to attract people to get a new customer. So let's say if 100 people come to your website, you get 10 people to sign up or buy something, then obviously your conversion rate is 10%. But what did it cost you to get those customers there, right? The mass, what did it cost you to get them to the top of the funnel? And when they dropped to the bottom, which means they bought, what was the final cost? How much time and effort did you put in to actually acquiring a customer? And knowing those two numbers, how much it's costing me to acquire a new customer, and then what's the lifetime value of that customer, allows you to create a marketing strategy around those numbers. For example, if you know that your client acquisition cost is, let's say, $1,000. It costs you $1,000 just to get a new client. In other words, you have to invest $1,000 on advertisement just to get one customer. 1000 bucks just to get one customer. But you also know that the customer lifetime value is 20,000. Now, who wouldn't trade 1,000 bucks for 20,000 bucks? Get the idea? And this is something that you, especially if you're in a startup mode, you're trying to start your own business, this is something that you should know because this is gonna help you get more investors. If you can explain, because I understand what Kevin O'Leary was saying, if you can demonstrate that the customer acquisition cost is lower, then the lifetime value, then you're good. Said another way, you can reverse that. If the lifetime value of a customer is always higher than the client acquisition cost, that's a winning strategy. So again, even in selling, let's say you're selling services, right? You're a social media marketing agency. This is what customers wanna know. If I invest in you to help me with my marketing strategy, how much is it gonna cost me? I need to know what my customer client acquisition cost is. Because I, as the company buying your services, will understand what the lifetime value of my customer is as well. So again, keep this in mind. Eight out of 10 businesses fail within the first 36 months, many because they're spending more money on acquiring a client, let's take the opposite, acquiring a client, and when, the, when they do acquire a client, it's not worth it because the return on investment isn't there. Let me take the extremes. It costs you $10,000 to acquire a new client, but they only buy $1,000. Well, that's not a winning strategy. You invest $10,000 to acquire them, but they only wind up buying over three years $1,000. That is a losing strategy. So by knowing these two numbers, you can adjust your strategy. How so? If you know that your customer acquisition cost is too high, then you're gonna to have to figure out how you can reduce that. And if your lifetime value of your customer over let's say a three year period is too low, you're gonna to have to find a way to increase that. For example, 
If you only have one product today to sell, then maybe you want to create multiple products that you can sell down the road. Maybe even wrap some services around them, whatever you have to do to increase the lifetime value of their customers. So you're doing two things. How do you lower your acquisition cost, your customer acquisition cost, and how do you raise your lifetime value for every customer that buys from you? If you can figure out this little balance, how to reduce one and increase the other, reduce acquisition costs, increase lifetime value, you will have a winning sales strategy. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. 40 courses, 400 videos. I'm adding one to two courses every month to help you sell more effectively. You get access to my books, notes, presentations, the whole bit. If you're serious about accelerating your sales, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. That's salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.